And welcome to the Voice of a Lion. I am Clay Schroff. And I am Michelle Schroff. And together, with an amazing guest, we are the Voice of the Lion. And we hope that it inspires you, gives you guidance, and you find strength in the journey and the stories of those that we have on. Now, Michelle is not only my co-host, but she's my gorgeous wife of 24 years. She's the mother of our 10 children and the best Mimi in the world. She was voted Mother of the Year by American Mothers Incorporated. She is the director of Zoe, which is a nonprofit that empowers and equips women that find themselves in abusive situations, poverty, and incarceration. She's an amazing public speaker, empowering those around her. She's a life coach, a mentor, and she is the blog author of runmama.run. Clay is not only the most adventurous husband, daddy, and papa, he is a veteran of the United States Air Force, specializing in security and law enforcement. He is currently the top producer for Larry H. Miller Automotive Corporation, director of Aspen, a nonprofit that positively impacts the family, and he is also a mentor, life coach, and a dynamic public speaker. We are so excited to hang out with you for the next 30 minutes or so. Welcome to the Voice of a Lion. We are privileged to have one of New Mexico's great lionesses, Maria Guy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. That's a great intro. Right? I appreciate that. Thank you. You know, we, we've known you for quite a long time, and, and we've known you in a more of a social setting. Yes. And then we are asked to teach a class, and we have to show this amazing video, and there you are. And oh. I, I see it. You, you, I see a completely different side of you. And it's not that you're two separate people, but oh my goodness, when you spoke on this video and it was the- Five voices. Five voices. I was um, like, oh my goodness. That's right. Who is that woman up there who just commanding respect of everyone who's listening? Oh boy, I can get very passionate when I truly believe whatever it is that I'm talking about. And usually when I get in front of an audience and I get to talk about leadership and this different standard uh, for our parenting, mm -hmm. for leading our groups, for volunteers, for the corporate place in the ministry, wherever I get fired up. So I, I, you, you probably saw that that passion. Well, and from what I understand, and you're going to have to help me with this, but you don't like just go to an office and work in an office. I mean, what's the furthest place you've traveled to do what you do? Um, I, you know, it's interesting. That's uh, I would answer that question two ways. I travel all over the United States to do what I do, but I have virtually worked with people um, in Costa Rica, and we're exploring more Latin America, Colombia, um, and then I do virtual coaching and training and consulting with teams across multiple um, timelines. Um, some of my partners are in London, and so I am used to... Um, going all over the globe just to uh, do what we do um, at Giant and uh, share what we believe is the ultimate standard for leadership. And you're really taking um, someone who's kind of stagnant, if I'm not, if I mm -hmm. if I understand it correctly, and is successful in their own right and raise them to a new and a greater level. You know, we work with teams on or individuals that are all over the place. Sometimes I get someone who says, we're really healthy, we're in a great spot, but we need to get to the next mm -hmm. level. Sometimes I get called to work mm -hmm. with some really dysfunctional teams or an individual that has 
you know, become toxic in their organization. Mm. And I encourage teams, why wait till that happens? Why don't you begin to invest in your team while things are good? Because then you can just elevate that performance, build capacity, make sure that your execution is better, that relationships are strong, that communication is as good as it can be. I don't know of any team that doesn't need to learn or right. grow in that area. That's so true. But people wait too long sometimes. It's so true. I know for me personally, when um, we were looking into the five voices for our organization, I was very frustrated because mm-hmm. I'm a pioneer and mm-hmm. I really should not have ever been speaking in a meeting <laughs> ever. <laughs> oh, I love our pioneers because they just get things done that no one thought was possible. Right. But they have a duty of care. Yes. Because they have to be aware of the strength, That's right. That's the strength right. of their voice. That's right. And and for me, I had actually privately met with you because I was struggling and I wanted to make sure that I didn't make anyone else cry in a meeting. <laughs> and and it was so it was so neat because for me, I'm very practical. And mm-hmm. you spoke to that. You were going, okay, so this is what you're going to do. The guardians in the room, you're going to email them the night before. You're going to have them read over your meeting before. And you know what? They're going to help you. And I was like, no, they drive me crazy. What do you mean they're going to help me? <laughs> and it was such a blessing to just be able to go into a meeting confident and knowing that every three seconds I wasn't going to be interrupted and lose my train of thought. Right. And, you know, it's not just all about me, but it was it really helped with just the the flow of the meeting and being respectful of people's time. So for me at that point, I was like, oh, yeah, Maria's got it together, (laughs) you know, and I told Clay, I said, I've known Maria I think we've known each other for about 20 years because I I used to take care of your babies in the nursery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I specifically remember getting a thank you card from you after your baby girl moved from the baby room to the next room. You were one of the very few people that wrote a thank you card and thanked the nursery workers for taking care of your baby. Oh, I don't even remember. Yes, you did. I still have the card. (laughs) I still have the card. And how much it meant to me Mm -hmm. that you were like, I mean, literally, I I felt like I was the one, you know, winning the game because I love babies and just just hold them and rock them. But then to see how much you appreciated it so that you could go to church and, you know, hear the message and not have to worry. And it it really motivated me to just keep doing what oh. I was doing. Oh, that is awesome. Thank <laughs> you for sharing that. I did not know, but I appreciate that. You know, and what I love about what I get to do is that I help people understand mm-hmm. themselves because they're wired a certain way. They were created a certain way and that way is good. Mm-hmm. And it the more we accept who we are, the more we can work on the things that do need to be worked That's on, right. not the things that people spend so much time and energy trying to change who they were created to be mm, instead of understanding it. and accepting that are there changes to be made absolutely all of us have growth areas all of us have to learn like the pioneers okay i do not want to come off so harsh right. that that person i'd leave them in tears right how do i adjust that and still get things across so right. we 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 define what we believe is the kind of leader, the kind of person that everyone is going to thrive under. Right. And that is someone who fights for the highest possible good in That's the right. lives of those they lead. That's right. It's the definition of love is That's what it right. is. And it's empowering. Love is empowering. Mm-hmm. And I think we look at um, giving up power yes. as being weak. And when when we're learning about how to speak to others, it, it, I, I feel so much more empowered that I can love them where 
God has created their gifts and their talents and Absolutely. appreciate it. So I, we use an equation all the time. Power times humility equals true influence. Mm. But power times mm. pride and arrogance, limited mm. influence. You're going to so follow true. that person only because you have to and for only as long as you need to. But you will find a way to get out from under that mm. person. But someone who has that authority, that power, and you couple that with humility, that is someone everyone wants to be around. Everyone wants to be in in their right. sphere of influence because of the way that they treat people. But you sense they really know they've got their stuff together. They know what they're doing. They know where they're going. But they approach it with humility and respect with everyone around them. We love that. We're all drawn to that. That's right. And that's kind of that seems to be the common thread that we're seeing on Voice of the Lions is humility. And you don't think when you think of a lion, you don't think they're very humble, you know, <laughs> but it, it goes back to your equation. That's yes. a perfect example of what it means to be a lion is, you know, we need to humble ourselves. We need to show that we're not always right. Absolutely. And that's just so important how it, it does influence others. It Absolutely. Really does. I was talking to a team just yesterday about uh, what does it look like to apologize? <laughs> And did you grow up where that was modeled or that wasn't modeled? Do you apologize too much, which is very annoying? Right. Do you not uh, apologize enough, which is very arrogant and prideful? And everyone had to reflect and say, you know what? Maybe I have some work mm. to do there because it's not, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? Sorry you got caught? Sorry, you know, <laughs> that they made you come apologize to me? Or no, will you forgive me? Mm. So I shift that power to you because I'm the one who caused the offense. And you can either extend that forgiveness or not, but it's no longer in my hands. And we think we're going to lose face, that we're going to be diminished. Right. And it does the exact like opposite. Weak. Yeah, We use that in our family. You we have do. to ask mm -hmm. for forgiveness. That's and right. it blows people away when I'm at my work and I have to go ask for forgiveness. And it's hard. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, in truth, it it, re, it has repaired more relationships than it's ever broken. Mm, yes. And, yes. And you know what I love about what you do is, so let's go to the very top of the corporate world. Mm -hmm. Multi-billion dollar companies. Mm -hmm. Same principle in that multi-billion dollar company is there isn't a family. Mm. Absolutely. The, you the, would the, be surprised, but... The it's principles not. are the same it, from mm -hmm. the, and I don't want to call the family the bottom, but the the, the few mm -hmm. to the billions. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we we um, we use a lot of visual tools when we illustrate these profound concepts to people. One of them that we use are the five circles of influence. Self is in the middle, then family, then team, then organization, then community. Mm -hmm. And what does it look like to be? influential in all of those circles. See, I can be this amazing community leader and write a check and volunteer mm. here, but what do my children think? That's right. Right? That's really what matters. So we say, if you're going to spend any time investing, invest in yourself, become the best leader that you can be. Learn what it's like to be a leader worth following. Your family will hear, feel it. Mm. Your team will experience it. The organization is going to benefit and the community as a whole will feel the impact. Why? Because you've been working on yourself instead of focusing nice. on those outside circles. So absolutely, one of the things that surprised me when I first started doing this was um, as I taught people these principles, the first place they took it was home. Mm. And I thought, isn't that interesting? Because that's where they saw the first application. I always encourage people I said, pick a relationship that matters to you mm. and begin to work on that one. Because if you can fix that one, you will turn into a different person. You will be transformed mm. 
because your mind will mm-hmm. be different. You will see things differently. You will use a different vocabulary. You will have different lenses to view people and yourself, and you will make better decisions. And as a result, your family is going to feel it. Mm-hmm. And then your team is going to feel it, the organization. And so I've seen with the work I do, mostly with corporate for-profit businesses, marriages have been transformed. Mm, I love it. Relationships with their children have been changed. I am humbled by the stories that come back. And I just think you realize all you needed was to see yourself in a different light Mm -hmm. and you are going to behave in a different way. And it's changing the way Mm -hmm. you are relating to your Mm -hmm. children, to your spouse, your team members. It's, I can't believe I get to do what I get to do. It's awesome. It is. We've been, we've been affected by it. Our family has. In counseling, anytime I counsel, I always tell people, draw a circle around yourself and fix what's inside that circle before you start worrying about the problems of others. But you just did it eloquently. <laughs> Thank you for that. Plays Batman counseling. <laughs> Batman. Just stay in your circle, buddy. Oh, I love that scene. <laughs> hey, so let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Give me a phrase that would define you when you were at your best. Define me at my best. I think when I am secure, when I am confident, and when I am humble, I can bring the best of myself to the table and not worry about what it looks like because I'm really focusing on who's on the other side of me. Mm. Mm. That's so good. That's really good. So if you were going to reach out to our community, where would you start? I have a passion for that small business that may not have the resources Mm. to be able to bring leadership development or professional development into their organization. And so sometimes what we're able to do is bring a cohort of people together so that we can serve more folks, lower the price, and then be able to equip them with the same tools because I can see that it's having an impact on people's lives and Mm -hmm. relationships. And when I see that, I think, how can I withhold that? Right. Let's make it possible. Let's make it feasible. Some big organizations can can afford to bring us in exclusively to work with them, which is great when we get to do that. But not everyone has that budget, but mm. everyone has the need. So if we right. if the need exists and if the desire is there, not everyone is hungry for it. You would you would be surprised. Mm. Not every business owner thinks, yeah, no, we've got work to do. I'm not sure I want to do that. That's not my ideal client because I don't want to have to convince you that you could be doing something for your people. Taking the time right. to sharpen right. the axe, right? Right, exactly. And so if that's that's not you, then let's turn to someone. If they're hungry and if there's a desire, we will find a way. We we have done it before, nonprofits, for-profits. Um, anyone who's hungry for it, I will not deny them the ability to learn all these tools because, like I said, I don't know of anyone who doesn't need it. I agree. No, we, you know, it's nice. It's nice speaking with lions because the truth is, is that you guys are at the forefront of what you're doing Mm -hmm. and you really are changing not only our culture, but our community and our families. And that's, of course, that's the reason you're here. But what's really cool about that is, is that sometimes it's really a simple, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like when Michelle was able to call you and says, oh my goodness, this is what's going on in my meetings. I'm being overpowering. And the truth is, is that, um, she doesn't even have to change that as long as she changed the direction ahead of time. And it was a very Absolutely. small, it was It was a very small yeah. tweak to what she was already doing. Yes. And it made a world of difference. That is usually the case is sometimes people 
are they think they have to, well, now I'm going to have to become a different person. No, you're not. I was working with a leader. He said, it feels really terrible to be in my in my team. Mm-hmm. It feels, he said, look at like a Viking slave ship. Right. That's how fun mm-hmm. it is to be in wow. his team. And all he did was he spent just a few minutes every day celebrating what they had accomplished the day before. And it changed the dynamic in that team. Right. Why? Because right. he focused on this is what we need to do. This is what we got wrong. Let's get to work. Mm-hmm. And now he said, let me tell you how awesome you are. Wow. And and it shifted shift, because yeah. everyone was looking forward. So it's not these dramatic changes that sometimes people fear. Sometimes it's just the smallest thing because you're thinking about the other person, not your agenda. What does that person need? That's right. That's right. You know, at the end of everything that, that, you, that, that I hear you saying, it's always thinking outside yourself at the other person. That's right. Yes. And Others it empowers you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We always ask people, what's it like to be on the other side of you? Mm. What's it mm-hmm. like to live with you? What's it like to work with you? What's it like to be around you? And if you don't like the answer to that question, then the mm. focus is you. We need to work on you. Mm. That's like your high school story, Clay. What your principal told you. <laughs> okay, here it goes. It's so good. <laughs> Let's hear he it. Says, uh, I said, all of my teachers hate me. And he goes, well, Clay, if all of your teachers hate you, then maybe it's not the teachers. <laughs> and he was oh. so right. Oh, my gosh. You know, sometimes we look, we want to look through the window to see who's at fault, but we should be looking in a mirror. That's right. Because that's where the work needs to be mm-hmm. done. And it takes humility to accept that. But anyone who's willing to take that journey and make those changes, they don't regret it because it improves every relationship around them. Well, it goes back to what you were saying as far as, your, you know, your phrase of being secure and confident and humble. Security, because I never even thought security, but that's what you gave me when mm-hmm. I we sat mm-hmm. down. You gave me some security. Yes. You were like, you're not wrong. You're just, the approach is not the best for your team. So when, when I started going, oh, well, now I'm empowered because you gave me some tools. I yeah. felt secure. I felt like, oh, I can do this. Absolutely. And and just because, you know, we have a a little nonprofit and it doesn't mean that I I have all the answers, but I need to be growing and I need to continue to grow in leading. Absolutely. And and I think that's hard. That's hard to admit. Yes. Yes. It's like, well, then I've got this organization and and well, honey. (laughs) You ain't nice. (laughs) (laughs) You need to tweak that, right? Because you've got this amazing vision Mm -hmm. to change our state, to change Mm -hmm. our community. And I share that with you guys. I share that passion. I think we are an amazing state, but we have a mindset of poverty. Mm -hmm. There's not enough. There's not enough time. There's not enough money. There's not enough love. There is. There's enough of all of that. But it takes this shift Mm -hmm. because when you have a, poverty mentality you hang on to everything you have that's right and you don't want to share it whether it's your skills talents money wisdom that's right if we unleash those things we would be a different state Mm. and i believe i'm doing my part you guys are doing your part you've got amazing people that'll be on this show that doing their part and i just think we can have a different new mexico a different albuquerque a different um just community because of the different efforts of so many people pulling in the same direction. I love that that idea of, you know, being closed fisted. 
Mm-hmm. You know, just just open your hands because mm-hmm. not only are you letting go of things, but you're also able to receive. Yes. You know, Mr. Cologne was just talking about that, wasn't he? He was just talking about helping others and how much that that blesses him to be able to help others. And he talked it, what I imagined was a kind of a bank account that he was putting things Absolutely. into after being able to help others. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so much to say, I help you, you help me. It was it was just simply I feel successful if I'm able to help someone. Yes. So I love how these interviews are, you know. Intertwined. Yes. Well, you know, to, to, to be a voice of a lion for us, it's it's people who truly are using what power they have. Absolutely. You know, and knowledge um, and, and knowing how to make change is very, very powerful. Yes, yes. And we want we want lions who are using it for good. Absolutely. Otherwise, you're a wolf, right? Yeah, that's so, right. There's some truth. That's right. I think it's changing our definition of success from having stuff to having good relationships mm. and and benefiting and blessing others. I think if we shifted that, mm. it would change the way we look at people mm-hmm. and the decisions that we're making and the money that we're spending and the time that, you know, all of those things if we shifted our definition of success, what does mm-hmm. that look like? I think some of the happiest people I know are constantly giving yes. and they're happy in that. Absolutely. Um, and right. you see people who are, I know people who are very successful, but they're holding on to it mm-hmm. and they're miserable. Yes. They're miserable. Well, if I, t- if I told them, Hey, look for about $5 million, I can make you happy. They'd go, Oh, well, let me pay you for that. Well, the truth is if they were giving it away from the very beginning, they probably have more money. But they'd Absolutely. also be happy. Yes. And uh, yeah, being conduits, right? That's right. Conduits, receiving and distributing versus right. closed-ended, and you can only Stinky. have so much. <laughs> yeah, if you stink, you, you stink. You, you stink. smell after you a while. Stink, girl. Well, it's not just. And it's like you said. It's not only your money. It's your time. It's mm-hmm. your knowledge. It's, yes. It's what you have. We have such a rich culture in New Mexico. Mm. Love me I some New Mexico. Love New yes, Mexico. Yes, me too. And, and I'm going to be honest, you know, this. I hope, hopefully this podcast goes worldwide sometime because we want to change the world. Yes. But there's right. so much culture and there's so much richness and we're squandering it as New Mexicans in a lot of cases because we're constantly in battle with each other over things yes. that don't matter. Don't and, matter. Uh, you know, I... I love the South Valley. I think the Northeast Heights ought to love the South Valley and the South Valley ought to love the Northeast Heights. Mm-hmm. It's because you, you can travel from Española to Taos to Carlsbad to White Sands and we got mountains and we have rivers and it's rich. And maybe I don't want the rest of the world knowing because we don't want everyone <laughs> moving here. Yes, we've they can come visit and leave their tourist dollars. <laughs> that's but right. That's, all that's right. it. But Two you weeks. know what I found is that there are people, there are lions roaming New Mexico there that are. are making changes yes. in ways that, and the the reason they shine so brightly is because of how dark the rest of it is. Mm. And right. it's it's so phenomenal for me to be in touch with so many people who are shining a light, um, not on their own feet, mm-hmm. but on the path for others. And it's yeah. just what a great what a great place that is to, we just have great people. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And I love that you guys have started to do this and highlight and spotlight some of these folks, because I think we need to hear more of these stories mm-hmm. because there are a lot of people like you guys, the Shroffs doing amazing things to uh, improve our community and make an impact and a difference without asking for anything back. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Without saying, Hey, I need, it's just, I need to give because You guys I can have give this. if you want. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. 
if you could tell the whole world something, the whole world, the poorest of the poor, the richest of the rich, the people in power, if you could tell them one thing, what would it be? You will never regret loving people. Hmm. You can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. People just benefit and thrive and grow and do amazing things when you love. Mm. And the rest, yes, there's discipline. Yes, there's all those other right. things. But focus on love first and you will choose what's best for your family, mm. for yourself, for the people around you. And that's essentially what we try and do. Teach people how to love because people respond to love and you'll get the best out of them. Mm. Well, this is the Voice of the Lion show. And uh, I guess we're going to leave you with there, you can never love too much. Mm-hmm. If you're a lion, you can never love too much. And we want to thank Maria Guy just for, thanks for the words of wisdom. Absolutely. And I know that it's going to inspire people and lift them up. And let's go out today and roar our love. Yes? Absolutely. Love it. My pleasure. Thank you. And this has been the voice of a lion. And I hope that you enjoyed today's guest. I hope that they inspired you, they motivated you, and you find strength in their journey and the stories that they told. If you'd like to continue to follow us, please go to voiceofalion.com.